your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, we will be discussing uh, the free agent of the day, which is Philip Grubauer. What do the Avalanche do with him? He's going to be getting a raise. Will it be with the Avalanche or somewhere else? We'll be talking about him. Uh, We'll be talking about Jared Bednar. For some reason, it was news that he is uh, staying put with the Avs. And uh, I thought that was kind of already kind of known. But I guess we'll talk about why people think he shouldn't be there. So, uh, yeah, very interesting. But. We'll talk about those few things. So first things first, follow the show, social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram and search, or excuse me, I always say that and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Uh, <clears throat> over at the Twitter page right now, the Andre Burkowski uh, season grade Twitter poll is currently up. And depending on when you're listening to this on Thursday, I think it'll go to around noonish time. So, and another one who's getting grades across the board. And I think a lot of people are weighing heavily on his postseason as how to grade him, which I think is a little bit unfair. Take it into account all you want, but to do it solely on that, I think is a little bit unfair. But we'll get to that tomorrow, which will also be our uh, locker room show. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, on Thursday night at 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 Mountain, we will be doing another locker room, which they apparently have rebranded Spotify bought locker room, and they've rebranded it uh, the Spotify green room, I think it is. So just when you go update, the app, it will uh, update it to Spotify Green Room. I haven't been in it since they've updated it. I don't think anything is really different than just the look and the app uh, logo is now different, but I don't know. I, I think everything else should work the same. So that will be uh, Thursday night. <clears throat> and I'm sure there's going to be a lot to uh, that locker room. I don't know if I can call that anymore. Do I have to call it Green Room now? I think I have to call it Green Room. So there's going to be a lot to that Green Room. Because uh, this is the first one we've had since the Avalanche have been eliminated. So now you get your chance to have everything off of your chest. So join Thursday night. Uh, all right. So we'll get to Grubauer in the next segment. But it was reported Adrian Dater put up that Jared Bednar would be returning to the Avalanche. I didn't really think this was in doubt. Some people did. And yeah, I I read, you know, some posts and some tweets and some message boards of people wanting to get rid of Bednar. And that comes with the territory that comes after any time that a team is eliminated from the playoffs. And, you know, and to look at how the Avalanche have been eliminated from the playoffs the same way for the last three years, 
you're going to have frustration from the fan base and you're going to have people calling for uh, his resignation or firing. And you've been having that ever since season one. I think it's unfounded. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. We've talked about him many times on this show and how he is the best coach for this team because he is not only good at X's and O's and strategy, um, he's good at managing ego. And in any professional sports league and any professional sports team, you, you have to have a coach who can tell the superstars you know, when they're not performing well. And you can't just stroke their ego just because they're superstars. Some guys don't like being told that. You know, the, in the NBA, it seems like, you know, it's almost like the uh, the inmates run the asylum when it comes to the NBA. And the coach is more or less just a figurehead. It's the impression that I get of the NBA. And that the players do, do things how they want to do it. Uh, I don't know who the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers is, but... Whoever, whoever it is, you think he's ever really told LeBron James uh, what he needs to do and how he needs to do it? I'm willing to guess he hasn't done that at all. Uh, but Coach Bednar is not afraid to do that. And he's not afraid to call. But he, the way he does it is in a respectful way. He will bring them up in post-game press conferences. And he will say, I was not happy with how so-and-so played. He doesn't beat them into the ground and he doesn't, you know, step on them when they're down. He flat out just says, think this person could have played better. He's done it with McKinnon. He's done it with Landeskog. He's done it with Rantanen. He's done it with Makar. Uh, But I, I think the players respect the way he does that. So in that aspect, managing the ego, he's great at. Managing the team, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's really... Uh, a great coach when it comes to making adjustments. I know there's people probably shouting in their cars right now so that he wasn't doing that in the playoffs. I think that's kind of fair game. And I think that's a, a learning moment for him uh, to, to not give, you know, Bowen Byram a shot in the playoffs. I think in hindsight, I think he's going to wish he did things differently uh, and not in just that aspect, not just with Byram. I think there's going to be a lot of things he looks back at and says, like, I, I probably should, I, I'm going to learn from that and I should do that differently. And I think that's a sign of a good coach. I don't want a coach that's rigid and says, no, this is the way I do it. And it's up to the players to conform to how I want to do it. That I don't like that. That That's not a good way to get your point across. So I, it, I always want a coach that says, I, you know, I can look back. I, if I'm, if I'm calling out these guys when they don't play well, and you know, superstars included, then I need to call myself out too. And he has done that as well. He has done that. Say, and he said, you know, this game has come down to coaching, and I didn't coach as well as I could have. So he's equal opportunity when it comes. Like whoever is, I don't want to use the term to blame, but whoever uh, has not pulled their weight. How about that? He can see it, and he brings it up. And then I bet the conversations that happen behind closed doors, maybe they're a little bit more animated, or maybe they're not. Uh, and, and you know, uh, I think some players respond to a coach who sits them down, says, this is what I expect, this is what you did not do tonight, and, you know, this is how we correct it. 
it's not just yelling, 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 and go figure it out on your own. I don't get that impression from Bednar. I think he's a great teacher, and that's the word that I'm stealing from Joe Sackick. Um, and I don't see him. I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. I, I, I think he is. Joe Sackick wanted to create something long term. Part of that is the coach. He does not want a revolving door when it comes to a head coach. And I don't. What's the argument to get rid of him? Just because they haven't performed in the playoffs? Is that all his fault? No. I mean, there, there's a lot of blame to go around, players, coaches included. But what do they do? They, they need to learn from these. And everybody gets sick of the, I'm tired of saying next year, next year. But at some point, all of these things, you, you continue to learn from the previous seasons. And at some point, this team is too good. There's too much talent where it is all going to come together. And, you know, from a fan base standpoint, you know, it, it, it's impatient city. They don't want to hear that stuff. And yes, the Avalanche had a phenomenal chance and a phenomenal team to do it this year, but they didn't. So what do you do? Do you sit and just start pointing fingers or do you sit and say, this is why it didn't get done? This is what we need to do for next year to get it done. And you slowly and methodically piece all the things together on, on why you didn't progress any further and then eventually it all clicks like everything I, I still have complete faith in this team going forward i'm tired as everybody else saying like next year next year but i also feel like this team is smart enough to know what it needs to fix in the offseason and not just throw the same team out there and say oh, maybe if the puck bounces a few different ways uh, it'll favor us. No, they're going to be proactive, plug those holes that needs to be plugged, and uh, make another run at it. <clears throat> because that's that's the goal. And that's what this franchise wants to accomplish. They need him there to accomplish that. Could you get rid of him and bring in another coach and you, know, you still have a good team? Yes. But I think uh, cohesion when it comes to the head coach is one of the most important things in sports, and I think it's gone away of just getting rid of a coach way too early. And I, I, I like coaches with tenure. It's a stature thing, and uh, you know I think he is, I think he's a guy that's going to be around for a while. So all those of you who don't like Bednar and want to get rid of him, I don't know what to tell you. Just you're you're going to have to suck it up and be okay with him being the coach because he, I, 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 I would think he would leave before Sackick would fire him. I think he would get to the point where it's like, I have done everything I could for this team and uh, it's just not happening. So why doesn't somebody else try to come in? I think that would happen first, but who knows? So uh, yeah. So Bednar is definitely part of this team is Philip Grubauer. A part of this team going forward is he also part of the solution to attempt to win a stanley cup we will talk about him after we hear from betonline.ag it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action you have baseball season in full swing you have the final four in hockey as well as the nba bet on ufc and mma action get all the latest uh, news odds and info for your sporting needs before the next pitch before the next puck drop, before the next slam dunk, head over to betonline.ag. 
on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the games as your teams make their playoff runs. When you head to the website to sign up, which you can also use your mobile device to do that, uh, when you sign up, you will receive a 50% welcome welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. That's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And as we continue talking about the upcoming restricted and unrestricted free agents for the Colorado Avalanche, uh, we've talked about uh, who have we talked about? I know we've talked about Brandon Saad. We've talked about. Kale McCarr, and there's one other one we talked about that I can't remember. Oh, Landeskog, obviously. Talk about Gabe Landeskog. Uh, today we're talking about Philip Grubauer, and another one of those guys that put up a really, really good season. And this is, you know, going into the year, we've said this many times about not knowing who the Avalanche would protect going into the Kraken draft. And we don't talk about the goalie position anymore. I think about halfway through the season, we, we stopped talking about that. And I didn't even include it a couple days ago when I was uh, basically like updating my protected list. I didn't include Grubauer because it's just kind of known that that's kind of what the avalanche you think they're going to do is protect him. Uh, but going into the regular season, it was not known. You know, this is before... Uh, Pavel Francouz was injured and people wanted to see the season play out and say at the end of the year, then that's where we'll make our decision. I think people would still lean towards Grubauer even back then, but then the season came, the season played out. Not only did Francouz get hurt for the entirety of the year, Grubauer played well above what anybody expected him to play, which has culminated in a Vesna Trophy uh, nomination. Do I think he will win that? I don't. But just to be, that is the perfect example of, you always hear people say like, oh, it's just an honor to be nominated. And sometimes that's BS and sometimes it's genuine. <clears throat> I think this is is a genuine, uh, you're welcoming of this nomination for Philip Grubauer. Number one, because it's just a result of really hard work for the regular season and what he did. And this was one of the huge holes that a lot of people said uh, is going to prevent the Avalanche from getting to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> and kind of in the end, it kind of was. He didn't play the greatest in Vegas. But over the course of the season, there's no denying what Philip Grubauer did. He went above and beyond what anybody thought he was going to do. And now this is maybe like the perfect storm for him. But for the Avalanche, it's kind of a maybe a little bit of a nightmare because he's had one good season. And all the other seasons, while he's played well when he's healthy, uh, the operative phrase there is when he's healthy. Because he was it's it's so amazing how, you know, we have a here and now mentality and you know, as proof the Avalanche lose in the postseason and everybody wants to fire everybody. But people kind of forget the injuries that he went through in years past, leading up to this year. And for him, this is, you know, he 
this was the year he needed to perform well because you're going into a free agent year. And that's exactly what he did. Making 3.33 million. That is going to go up. And you know, you know, you know, you know, there is going to be a team that throws ridiculous money at Philip Rubauer. That's my concern with him. I absolutely think the Avalanche want him back, but for what cost? Uh, you would think for the Avs, it might be something like, okay, we will give you, he's 29 years old. So he's going to want, he's probably going to want term. He's at the age where you don't really want to be jumping around that much. So sometimes that's not up to him, but uh, he's probably going to want a longer term deal to stay put. Do the avalanche give that to him for how long and for how much? Those are always the questions. Is $5 million enough a year to keep Philip Grubauer in Denver? It's a nice raise. It's almost a $2 million raise. I think that's a decent amount for him because for the abs, it's like, okay, you did this for, for one year. And, but you, you have, since we've traded for you, it's been up and down. You, you've done well while you've been healthy. You've been healthy for one season. We need you to continue to do that. We need you to do that for, you know, the next couple of years. So maybe here's like a three-year contract. If you can stay healthy for those three years, maybe we give you another one. But then he's 33 years old or 32 years old. And do you want to give him another contract in that same realm? There's a lot to take in for him. And I just think a team is going to overpay for Grubauer and he's going to take the money. You know, he's not connected to the Colorado Avalanche like Gabe Landeskog is. You know what I mean? He didn't come through the system for the Avs. So because of that, I don't know. I don't know who that team is, but I think there is a team that is going to give him way too much money and I'm not going to fault him for taking it, but do you, again, this for, for anybody that's on the abs, for any free agent on the abs, the question will be, do you want the money or do you want to compete for the championship? If you can get that all on the same team, more power to you because there's, you know, players like him and players like Landeskog, I, just for those guys, I fear that there's going to be a team that, wants to get into a bidding war with Colorado and abs can't really do that. They'll have some money to play with depending on, you know, what moves they make. <clears throat> but for the most part, the abs can't go back and forth with teams. So they're going to throw out a good offer. It might not be the best offer. And then it's up to the player. Do you want to go chase the money or do you want a really good chance at winning a cup and then put that on, on the player? And like I said, if you can get both of those things in the same team, uh, and, and you know both of those things are on a team with Colorado, but is it you know make decent money with Colorado or go make a little bit more with another team? I, I don't know what's going to be for group. I don't know who that team is. I, I'm, I'm not going to throw out random teams and say it could be this team or it could be that team. But I do think there is going to be a team. Let's say the ads are going to throw out $5 million to him. There might be some team that throws out some ridiculous money that goes even a million and a half, like 6.5. 
it's just a gut feeling for him. Uh, and I don't think, you know, that's, I, I wouldn't do it because I, I, as well as he played this past year, I, I am of the mind of, I want to see it again. Like, thank God he held up. Uh, but that's the first year he's done it. And is that a $6 million goalie? Uh, for for really like one solid season, in my opinion, no. But I'm not saying he shouldn't get a raise. I think he should. But should you almost double his salary from last year because of one good season? That's a stretch. But I just really think that there is going to be some team that's desperate for a goalie. He's they see what he's done on a a great team like the Colorado Avalanche, like the great team that they had this past year. And they point to him and say, that's our guy. Throw money at him. Could happen. And I think it will happen. We shall see. So let me know what you guys think. Shoot me an email, lockdownavalanche at gmail.com. But right now we are going to hear from rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly immature? intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers and access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you need brake parts tail lamps motor oil new carpet and go explore their easy to use website today to find the solutions to all your auto parts needs Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. One last little bit of info to get to. And as I am recording this right now, the Montreal Canadiens are up two to nothing on Vegas. So go Montreal. Uh, Let's see how that ends though. Uh, Jason Magna has signed a two-year deal with the Avs, and that kind of extends him. He's got, let's see, 700000 I think it was, for uh, was the, was this year. So next year and the year after, 750000 for him. I think he's kind of just settled in. He's 31 years old. Uh, I think he kind of is accepting the fact that he that, that that's going to be his role. He's going to be an AHL player that's called upon from time to time to come up and fill a need when there's an injury. And I think he's okay with that. You know, he's happy making $700,000, $750,000, playing hockey, playing for a good team. Uh, get up there, sniff a little bit of the NHL, maybe win a cup, uh, and, and, you know, live your life. So I think he's happy with it. And I think the Avalanche, you know, they they like having him, clearly. They keep re-signing him. Um, and yeah, he's he th- that's what you're gonna get from Jason Megna. There's no any there's nothing surprising here. It's not like all of a sudden at 31 years old, he is going to take the league by storm. Uh he's that role player. And th- you know, you, you clearly need those guys. Who knows what's gonna happen for the Avs next year? They've had two years in a row of injuries. 
injury plagued seasons. You know, uh, if it doesn't happen next year, thank God, that's clearly what we all want. But it seems to be the way the Avs is to get injured. So you need guys like him to step in for a week's worth of games uh, or whatever he can give you. And I'm okay with that. So nothing that's going to, you know, make the news and that's not going to make NHL.com. It's going to make, uh, you know, Colorado Avalanche podcasts, uh, news like that. But is this the, the move for the ads that kind of get things going? You know, you, you're probably going to start hearing some of these other moves uh, slowly start to come out a little bit more, a little bit more. Uh, and this is the first one for the ABS. Sometimes that kickstarts some stuff. Sometimes it doesn't. We also did hear about Carl Soderberg, who seems to be leaving the NHL, going back to his uh, homeland of Sweden to to play. I don't remember the name of the league or the team, but he seems to maybe want to move on from the NHL, at least for now. I'm sure maybe somebody will come calling when you know the season is about halfway done or the trade deadline comes up and they call him up and say, we need your services. And if he's able to do that, he'll come back. Uh, but if not, and you know, big old Carl wants to go home and play in Sweden. I think he's earned that right. I wish it went a little bit differently when he came back. I think a lot of people were happy to see him back. And I think a lot of people when Kadri got his suspension kind of felt like this is kind of why we got Soderberg and just it just didn't happen so you know they can't all be home runs it's not I don't blame Joe Sackick for that one we were all praising that move when it happened all of us were so I'm not going to go back on my word now and say you know it was a bad move I think it was a fine move at the time that just didn't work out and uh what you kind of you take the good with the bad. And for the most part, it's been way more good than bad when it comes to Sackick and his moves. Uh, but we can look back at this trade deadline and say, like, no, that one didn't fly. And I think for Joe Sackick, that will be all the more motivation to get it right in this offseason. So maybe it's a good thing that it happened. Because if you just keep making these moves and they all keep panning out, maybe sometimes you get a big head and you're like, I can, I got the Midas touch. I can do whatever I want. And it's just going to turn to gold. Uh, and the trade deadline did not for the Avs. So Soderberg, if this is it for him in the NHL, uh, great career. He's a, a good Av for when we had him. It's time to move on. So uh, we'll see if, if, if this does jumpstart some more signings. Maybe not the big ones, obviously, but on the you know the Jason Megna end of things, we shall see. Uh, go vote for Andre Burkowski and his grade for the season and uh, comment. And I'll, sometimes I've been making up graphics for people who make in the uh, comment section and posting them up on Twitter and Instagram. So vote and comment. And uh, tomorrow will be, or Thursday, I should say, will be the locker room. So definitely download that app and join it. Join the, uh, the room when it goes live. That will be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. It's always appreciated. And we'll see everybody tomorrow. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go!